Hey guys, um, it's actually, what day is it? It's Monday today. Um, I'm recording this Monday, but this is gonna come out Friday, so happy Friday. Um, today we're gonna be talking about relationships, Christian relationships, so Christ versus relationships. Um, but a quick disclaimer, this is purely biblically answered, um, and this is by a Christian. So if you're not a Christian, you can say if you'd like, um, just don't feel like this is anything anyways um christian relationships this is kind of tricky honestly because while we're in a relationship we are not well okay as christians we are called to be set apart and we will always be called to be set apart because we're not of this world and this says a thousand times in the bible is that this is not our home um this is uh our temporary home and so being set apart and being different then non-believers means that a lot of our life is going to look different. And one of the biggest things, I think, growing up especially um, into your teenage and adult years is relationships. How do you manage a relationship while still trying to glorify God in everything you do? And this, this, we're not talking about marriage here because I'm not, no, I'm, no, I'm in no place to talk about marriage. Um, I don't think anybody listening to this either is either. Um, but basically, what was I saying? Sorry, I just got myself off track. But as a teenager, um, we're we're all going to be in relationships. Well, we just have to figure out what are our main goals of this relationship? How are we going to manage it? What boundaries are we going to set? Why are we setting these boundaries? And are we going to continue to check our heart? So, first off, we need boundaries. In a Christian relationship, it's, you guys are your accountability partners. You know, like, for me to be in a relationship, we're both, you know, uh, planting seeds into each other. And, you know, we're reading our Bible and we're praying for each other and with each other whenever we can. You know, we're having that mutual... Um you know, love of, because Jesus needs to be in the middle of every relationship, you're, I mean, every friendship you're in, we've talked about this, um, but definitely in every relationship that you're in, Jesus needs to be in the middle of that, and a lot of this that you're going to need to be doing is going to be used by boundaries, so let's talk about physical boundaries first, because I think that's the easiest to just check off the list, um, Basically, sorry, I was reading the verse that I was going to read, um, but physical boundaries, this one, this one's pretty easy, honestly, because we talk about lust and temptation so much, and premarital sex, and things, things in that manner, but we don't, we don't think about how we're trying to stray away from those things rather than just oh stay away because it's harder than that because as humans we sin and we are tempted temptation is not a sin lust is a sin but it says in the bible even if you look at somebody with lustful eyes you have already committed um adultery adultery in your heart um and that's definitely not the exact wording because i just did that off the top of my head but it's in matthew i yeah anyways <laughs> uh but you even look at someone lustfully, you're already committing a sin. But temptation is completely different. 
because we can be tempted in certain situations and that's okay we just have to figure out how to make physical boundaries so that if we are tempted it's we completely stop it right there or we get in situations that we're not going to be tempted um like here's some of the boundaries that I've previously written down for me as a Christian I'm not dating right now but you know what I'm saying um no foreplay so foreplay would be including any type of oral sex any type of touching in inappropriate places you you know what I'm talking about that type of foreplay um kissing you know do what you want like (laughs) but when I'm saying do what you want I'm putting air quotes on that because it's all based on how you are tempted you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna go, like, give someone, you know, you know, you know, be all up in their business and be like, oh, well, that didn't tell me. Like, <laughs> that's a sin. Um, and the other person is, that's all lust. That's all commit considered lust. Um, even if it's not, you know, straight off the bat sex, you know? So there's there's where it is, but you also have to figure out like what like being modest around each other. Like unless you're in like a swim setting and you still got to be modest. You know what I'm saying? Cuz we're still trying like if you didn't wouldn't wear it in front of Jesus, don't wear it even though Jesus is always watching. Besides the point, sorry. <laughs> um but just being modest around each other so that your eyes are not wandering. You know, you're not thinking of you know, that type of thing, um, but it's just that you need to be putting yourself in situations that Jesus would be happy with, you know what I'm saying, like, um, if Jesus wouldn't, like, if you're not glorifying God in that moment, you shouldn't be in that moment, um, like, Personally, in our family, you significant other cannot go up. They can't be upstairs. They can't be in your room. Especially, they can't be on your bed. I mean, your bed is where you sleep, but it's also a gate to a lot of other things. Um, sorry, <laughs> but that's also a gate to a lot of other things. So no going up, no going upstairs, no being, you know, uh in their bed but that's like I said they could go like that's just based on my house you know what I'm saying that's my family that's what rules we've set down there um that's just us but it may be different for you I do definitely recommend no being in the bed like honestly that just feels like a bad idea um and I think a lot of people have love language uh, they're one of their love languages is physical touch and I know mine is but when you're thinking about physical th- touch you're thinking hugs whatever as long as it's not like a lustful hug unless you're having you have lustful or sinful intentions there you're fine if it's caring and it's it's out of love that's completely different um but just t- touching them in places that you don't certainly You may not see it touching someone else in a place that you may not see that as like a lustful thing, but that may be temptation for them. You know what I'm saying? 
is that when you're in a relationship, you're definitely, you're going to feel sometimes like you may not be tempted, but they do. So when you're really getting to know someone and you're really wanting to pursue that relationship, you're going to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. (laughs) To be completely honest with you, you're going to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. But you're you're gonna need to have those because once you pass those conversations, then you know you're getting to a place where you're gonna glorify God. You know what I'm saying? Um, I say you know what I'm saying so much in every one of my podcasts, but <laughs> I feel like it 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 helps me. Anyways, <laughs> um, so when you're really getting to know that person, you gotta figure out like what is gonna tempt you, what is going to tempt them and how do you stay away from both of those things um so that's just physically wise those are just some things that you have to think about and some conversations that you need to have with your significant other or whoever you're planning on pursuing romantically you know that makes sense and then (laughs) emotionally um, wise, you also need to have, um, boundaries, sorry, I'm, keep getting, um, out of my brain, but, um, I'm gonna read another verse for physical, sorry, um, 2 Timothy 2, 2, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord with a pure heart, so that right off the bat, that covers so many things, because, Like we said, we're not going to date an unbeliever. We're not going to marry an unbeliever. Because we talk about this, is that you got to be equally yoked. You got to be equally yoked. Because you need to have those same intentions and those same boundaries. Because you're going to have those conversations. But the thing is, even if you date an unbeliever and you're like, these are my boundaries, that doesn't matter because you... They're an unbeliever. You're not pursuing a relationship with faith, love, peace. You know, just them pursuing the Lord. Because in a Christian relationship, I'm talking about emotionally now. Um, You need to continue to further your relationship with the Lord. But they need to also be pursuing their own relationship with the Lord. And that's so important, especially when you're getting into relationship. You sometimes can get in the whole, like, oh my gosh, I'm in a relationship, like, they're amazing, da-da-da-da-da, um, and, like, I, they make me happy, da-da-da, but then we continue to prioritize them more and more and more, and then we kind of set Jesus aside, and we may not even realize that, but you you have to check your heart a lot when you're in a relationship, and it's okay that sometimes you may need to step back and be like, Ayo, I need to go spend some time with Jesus. I need to get my heart right before I can continue to um, put myself in a position to be to fall more for you while I'm trying while I'm not in the best place and just not where I want to be with Jesus. If that makes sense. If it doesn't, just forget I said that. But I hope it did. Um, and. It's really important that you're praying for each other, like, all the time and praying for your relationship, but also praying together. This sounds like such a Facebook mom thing to say, but, like, couples who pray together will stay together. 
And that's the truth. I'm not saying every Christian relationship you're going to get in is going to be marriage. Because not everyone's called to marriage. But it just... Or that they're the one. But it just means that that is going to... It's going to help you. Because even if you're non, not a believer and you're in a relationship with a not a non-believer... Um, if you're not a believer, just, you should DM me, we should talk, um, I would love to, to put you in a place where you can get to know Jesus better, anyways, besides the point of relevant, um, it's just, you need to be having that mutualism, where you're both taking something out of it, and you both are growing as people, and growing in your relationship with the Lord, and that's super, super, super important, that you're also setting emotional boundaries, like, okay, I'm not going to hang out with you every day of the week for five hours. Maybe I'm going to hang out with you three days of the week. Like, you just need to have that space sometimes so that you can recoup and rethink about everything. And, you know, think about all of that with Jesus, because that's super important. Also, for physical, sorry, I'm... Keep staying away from my notes. First um, Corinthians six eighteen through twenty. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside of the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You're not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. That's First Corinthians six eighteen eighteen through twenty. And emotionally wise, again, James 1, 5. If any of you guys lack, it's not you guys, sorry. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all who finding their fault, and it will will be given to you. Sorry, I keep stumbling over my words, and that's James 1, 5. And that's really important, because in a Christian relationship, or, you know, even if you're single and you're just, you're living your own life, like, you gotta check your heart as well, and you gotta realize, like, bro, I'm, <laughs> I'm not being the wisest. I'm not making the best decisions, and you ask God that, and you, if you are recognizing your fault and recognizing that you need your heart to be, you need to do some working on your heart and your relationship with Jesus. Jesus, like, hey, yeah, I'm giving that to you, because you are responsible there and mature there in your relationship, and you understood that, like. That was important. Like, that was really important. And that's an amazing thing to be doing. That's just so... That's so good. (laughs) Because, oh my gosh. I can't even explain that all to you. It's just you need to be wise with your decisions, your boundaries, all of that. To be, you know, successful there... Um, and okay, and then a little straying away from the whole relationship. If you're single, I think that a lot of people start idolizing relationships and idolizing the thought of relationships or people. And we're like, oh my gosh, the relationship is so cute. They're so happy. Da 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 da. I want that. And being like, oh, they're so cute. Like, I would enjoy being in a relationship is different than I need that right now. Like, Because then you start idolizing that, which is a sin. And you start prioritizing, trying to get in a relationship before that. And even if you, if you're like, oh, I really need, I need a relationship right now. Then you're going to rush into one. And then 
it's not going to work. Because you have not previously had those conversations and you you haven't done that, you know? Um, yeah, that, that, that is what I wanted to say, mostly. And 1 Corinthians 7.39, a woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. But something that's so important in the Bible is that you don't marry an unbeliever. You don't date an unbeliever. Um, it's The Bible is not overly restrictive on who you should marry. And like we've said, not everyone is called to marriage. So it's it's literally a biblical option. You don't need to get married. That's not like a, you need to get married or you're a disappointment. Like, <laughs> No. Like, that's just, it shouldn't be a surprise that God gives us a lot of freedom in our decisions about who we marry. You know, I hope that all made sense in just setting physical and emotional boundaries. Because that's extremely important, and we know that that's good for our relationship with Jesus, our mental health, all of that. And same for the other person, because we also need to be thinking about the other person and how successful it's going to be, you know, and if you really see them in your future, because if you're wasting time with them, then that's just unproductive, inefficient. <laughs> okay, um, so glad that we had this talk, <laughs> but I will see you next week for, I'm not sure which one I'm doing yet. But, yeah, and I hope this opens up a conversation for you and your significant other, or just one within yourself, um, because it's really important to have those conversations like we've previously, ta- previously talked about. Okay, have a great rest of your day, or sleep well, whatever, whatever you're listening to this. Um, bye.